I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking about cold and flu season, but what does it look like with COVID mixed in? We've never had this before in the Northern Hemisphere. It did happen already in the Southern Hemisphere. Nobody's talking about this, and that's why you listen to this show, because we give you information you're not going to get anywhere else. So what does cold and flu season look like with COVID thrown in? A lot of good news. Isn't that exciting? I finally got some good news for you. So in March, uh, the Southern Hemisphere braced for uh, cold and flu season while fighting COVID-19. Now remember, the Southern Hemisphere is reverse of our seasons. So as we were going into spring, they were going into fall. And then we came into summer, they went into winter. So it's exactly the, the perfect scenario you would think for cold, flu, and COVID to have this massive wipeout of, of the population. Didn't happen. They, what happened was, we, uh, the, it was South Africa's National Institute for Communicable Diseases. So this is the one, one uh, site I'm going uh, to reference here. They hope to study interactions between seasonal respiratory viruses like COVID and cold and flu. Does the infection with one change the body's ability to catch another? How do people fare when they have both? But the flu season, and hopefully all these answers, never came. The South Africa's National Institute of Communicable Diseases only reported one case of the flu. And that was since, uh, since the end of March. Now, in previous years, the country's surveillance platforms had documented on average about 700 cases in that same amount of time. So we're doing a flu surveillance since 1984, they said, and this is unprecedented. They usually average about 700 cases. They had one. So this is really good news. Some cases were probably overlooked because clinics temporarily closed. People had mild symptoms, didn't go get tested. So I understand there's some variable in this study here. But apparently travel restrictions, school closures, social distancing, mask wearing, washing your hands may, not, may have stopped this flu outbreak altogether and it stopped it from spreading in South Africa. Similar stories have emerged from Australia, New Zealand, and parts of South America. So we here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're kind of hoping we're going to be this lucky. Now, there's no guarantees. There's no promises. I'm just reporting the facts. This is what we're finding out in the Southern Hemisphere. Few cases in the South might mean little infection spread up North. So this is also good because if there wasn't an outbreak in the South, there's less likelihood for it to spread. Less cases means less uh, communicable uh, the spreading of the disease. Now, the prospect of the flu season and coronavirus pandemic is pretty chilling. I've thought about this as soon as it happened. I remember back in March thinking, what's going to happen when cold and flu season hits? But because the Southern Hemisphere has largely been spared, researchers have little evidence about how it's going to influence the cold and flu outbreak. We were hoping that they would be our guinea pigs. They weren't, which is good for them. But what happens, the, the big concern we have is co-infection. What happens if you have one virus and then two or three viruses infecting you at once? Is that going to make it multi, uh, exponentially worse? But to make things more complicated, one virus can change somebody's chance of getting infected by another. Again, more good news. Uh, the good news is co-infections with flu and other respiratory uh, viruses are relatively rare. And we've known this from past experiences. 
Being infected with one type of the flu virus, let's say influenza A, seems to reduce the chance of you getting something like rhinovirus, which is the common cold. But we don't know if this is going to be true in the Northern Hemisphere. We don't know, but so far, the news is really good. And I'm going to give you a lot more good news today, too. So, so I feel what we need to do is we need to do everything we can to keep our immune system strong and fight off whatever comes our way. Don't take this as a, okay, things are going to be great. I'm just going to lay back and, and, and let things happen. No, 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 no. We need to be super vigilant. And so what we're going to talk about today is what does super vigilant look like? What are the things that you can do to mitigate your risks? I know I was just on a show last week, um, and I was a guest on a show, and they were talking about uh, President Trump and how you know he, had, he took the steroids. He's feeling a lot better. And uh, the question they asked last week was, well, what do we do now? Do we just say, okay, it's done? No, always, always do everything you can to keep yourself as healthy as possible. That's pretty much everything I ever teach when it comes to food, when it comes to pain management, when it comes to digestive issues. Do everything you possibly can to keep yourself as healthy as you possibly can. Things are going to happen. We're going to get sick. We're going to get colds. We're going to get flu. That's going to happen. But we know we learned a new word with COVID, and it's called, called comorbidity. And I'm really excited about the word comorbidity because I've been teaching this for years. And finally, now it's made the mainstream. And like I've always said with these shows, whatever we talk about in these shows is going to become mainstream. It always does. Been doing this for, I don't know, I've been lecturing now for about 37 years. So everything we're going to teach you is going to become mainstream. It always does. So follow my guide on this. Let me lead the dance on this one. A couple of things you want to do. CDC recommends what? Wearing a mask. I don't have a problem with this. You know, is it going to help? Probably. Is it going to hurt? No. You know, people talk about, well, I can't breathe. Now, maybe there's a rare case. I've never seen one, a rare case of somebody really can't wear a mask. And I get that. And they have, that's an exception, not the rule. But generally speaking, wear a mask. It's no big deal. Go outside, take the mask off. If you don't want to be in places where you have to wear a mask, don't go there. Is it going to be an issue? I don't know. But I always say err on the side of caution. So, you know, wear your mask. Uh, fabric masks can be purchased pretty much everywhere. Um, so you can buy them for $5. You can buy them for $10. I bought three of them for $12. Okay, it's Old Navy, as a matter of fact, not giving them a plug, but they had pretty good masks. I like them. So you can make masks. You can get paper masks. So masks are everywhere now. It's, it's common. It's no problem uh, with doing that. Stay six feet apart. I never had a problem with this anyway. I never like people getting in my face. I got my little personal space here. So this is not a big issue for me. Um, and now it's acceptable. It's kind of funny. I always thought, you know, if you walked away from somebody in the past, you think, what, you don't like me? Do I my, my breath stink? Now it's acceptable. I'm okay with this. I mean, I don't want to breathe other people's breath anyway. I never like being in big crowds no matter what. So it's, it can slow the transmission of COVID-19. Research shows that. You can argue that all day. What harm is there staying six feet away from people? There's no harm in it. So why not do it? Uh, keep your hands clean. I've always been a, a, a big about this because it's not just viruses and germs on your hand. You can have organic compounds. You can have gasoline on your hands. You can have uh, soap on your hands and perfumes and hairsprays. And uh, these are all toxic chemicals. So I don't have a problem with people washing their hands. I do have a problem uh, if your hands start to dry out. So if you're washing your hands during cold and flu season, and your hands start to dry out, extra virgin organic coconut oil. This stuff can be used for everything. It can be used as a, you can put it on your face. It's antibi slightly antibiotic. It can be used, used as a mild sunscreen. It's not very good. It only has about an SPF of about eight. Uh, it can be used in uh, romantic situations. I mean, you could use coconut oil in a lot of different places. I do recommend organic uh, and extra virgin. And if your hands start to dry out, put the coconut oil on. Again, it's, it's a mild antibiotic too. 
So there's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, if you're going to use a hand sanitizer, it has to be at least 60% alcohol. But you don't want 100% alcohol because right between 60 and 70 is really the what we call the Goldilocks zone. And the reason is the alcohol can affect the virus. The virus has a coating around it of fat. So the alcohol can kind of break down that coating, but then the insides, the DNA, has to be exposed to water. And that's why if you're going to use a hand sanitizer, it's got to have some water in it, 10 to 20% water. If you're using 100% alcohol, it doesn't work as well. So that's why 60% is the magic number there. Uh, go on, if you can, online banking. Of course, I don't like touching screens and everything, even grocery stores. Uh, gas pumps. What I do, and now it's acceptable, which is kind of cool, I always have some rags in my car. And I grab a rag, and I, I use the rag to push buttons. I do it in a grocery store, too. I put the a rag across the handles of the, of, of the cart, um, and then I use that rag. And then when I do laundry, I always, I always do most of my laundry in hot water, uh, throw the rags in there as well. You want hot water to do what? To melt the virus, the coating around the virus, and then water hits it, and it dies. Not that it was ever alive. It stops it from reproducing, I guess. Kind of weird. Viruses are weird. I'm not going to give you a class in biology today. But uh, I have rags in my car. I use them, wash them all the time. So what I do, I, you know, I have a, a bunch of cloth masks. I have my rags. I do my laundry. Everything goes in hot water, and we're in good shape. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, limit gatherings, of course. I was never a big fan of being in, in closed, confined quarters anyway. Uh, but limit gatherings might be something you can do as well. I miss concerts. I'm a big concert guy. I like going to concerts and plays. So I do miss that. Um, and get outside. This is a perfect opportunity for you to go discover new things. Now, our main office is in Marietta, Georgia. I have offices in Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb as well. And I know this show goes all over the world. That's why I say that. It's right outside Atlanta. And I heard a story on the news the other day that the North Georgia mountains, because Atlanta's kind of north central Georgia, and then there's the mountains, the, the foothills of the Appalachians. Uh, they're, they're experiencing this boom, busiest season they've ever had. People are going up there and buying properties. Uh, property prices are skyrocketing. Uh, places like apple picking farms, are, are, they can't let any more people in because they're so booked up. So I love the fact that people are discovering the outdoors. Go out and discover whatever is outside. And wherever you are, I promise you there's some really cool stuff around you. Maybe it's waterfalls. Maybe it's caves. Maybe it's the beach. Whatever it is, get outside and start discovering this new world that I hope sticks around. Because I think it's kind of cool. Now, in our offices, we're chiropractic and medical clinic, and we do chiropractic. We do nutrition work. We have medical doctor uh, and nurses, and we can do PRP. If you don't know what PRP is, folks, it's it's going to be okay. Here's my prediction, as I, and I'm never wrong. It's going to be the next big wave in healthcare. Because what we do is we take your blood out, we spin it down in what's called a centrifuge, and we take out uh, the the growth factors, the platelets. These things have amazing healing capabilities. It concentrates down the growth factors or the platelets, and we can re-inject it back into your body. So if there's arthritis, knee issues, oh my gosh, people with knee issues, you do PRP, they want to name their kids after you. But arthritis in the knees, the spine, the shoulder, uh, torn muscles, uh, it's just amazing because it, it concentrates your own body's healing. And I like this. Now, we can use stem cells, and we may it periodically, but stem cells are somebody else's cells. These are your own cells. We're putting them right back into your body. Way less expensive than stem cells. And I find in most cases as if not more effective. So I'm really a big fan of the PRP. Um, and so we do it in our offices, in our Marietta office anyway. So we have a lot of different services that we offer. And some of these things have to be done in person. I can't do a chiropractic adjustment over the phone. I can't do a PRP. Oh, I don't do it. My doctors do medical uh, injections over the phone. We can't do that. 
but we can do nutrition evaluations and we can do health evaluations. So we can do telemedicine in our offices as well. So if you're not capable of coming to see us, and I hope you are, uh, but I know that, again, the show goes all over the world, we could always do a Skype or a, a Zoom uh, or just a phone call to discuss your specific health needs. So we've gone to telemedicine as well. Didn't think I'd ever do that, but we have. So a telehealthcare, I should say. So what are some of the best nutrients? Kind of lay down the groundwork. These are the proactive steps that you can do. And every show we do, I talk about the proactive steps that you can do to get well and stay well. You can't administer a chiropractic adjustment. You have to come see us for that. You can't administer PRP. You can't do your own blood work to determine what your hormone levels are or what your nutrition factors are if, if you have any micronutrient deficiencies. We can do that. But the things that you can do, we just talked about. And if you're just tuning in, folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Uh, we're talking about colds, flu, and COVID and what happens now. What does it look like when we have this new, I don't know, this, 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 this uh, strange uh, wrench being thrown into the works? What do you do about it? And that's why we're discussing these things today. So if you're just tuning in, this show is going to be on my website, drjoe.com. On the website, we have over probably about 1,500 hours of podcasts, audio, video. We have articles that I've written, blogs. Uh, we answer questions for other listeners. A lot of you probably have the same questions. So we have a ton of information on the website, drjoe.com. So what you do is go to the website, type in what you're looking for, hit enter. You're going to get a ton of information. You can scroll through it. It's audio. It's video. If you want to do just audio, um, we have a SoundCloud where we store our audio. There's no search bar for that, unfortunately, but we also have YouTube, and you can search our YouTube, and YouTube has a ton of videos there that we've done, and you can search the video channel there. Uh, so there's a great amount of information that you can search yourself, but if you can't find the answer you're looking for, send the question through the website, drjoe.com, and me or one of my staff are more than happy to answer your questions for you. And uh, we get questions literally every day. In fact, driving here, I got four questions on the website. I didn't get to answer them yet because I had to do my show, of course. So let's talk about uh, those, those proactive steps that you can take. Let's talk about some supplements that I take every day. I think you should too. So these are some of the nutrients for cold and flu. Again, it's not a prescription. I'm not prescribing anything. I'm just saying this is what I do. This is what the research says. And you can follow it or not. It's totally up to you. So common cold is a leading cause of doctor visits in the United States. What's number two? Back pain. Now, as a chiropractor and a pain management specialist, I'm board certified in pain management and I'm board certified in orthopedics and I'm double board certified in nutrition. So as an expert in multiple areas of healthcare, number one reason is cold and flu. Number two is back pain. The easiest, quickest, least expensive treatment for back pain is chiropractic care. Chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain in most cases. Does it fix everything? No, it doesn't. However, the major, major majority of our patients, the number one complaint they have is, why didn't I do this sooner? Dr. Joe, I can't believe I suffered all these years and this is all it took. Now, we start out patients with chiropractic and nutrition. We work on their digestive system. If we need to add the PRP, if we need to add a medical evaluation, if we need to add a, an appointment with our medical team, we go to that. And so we start out with the most effective, least expensive, and then work our way around to find out which is going to be best for you. So that's what's great about our office. I find it's, it's kind of like a one-stop shop in most cases. So... The reason I built this clinic many, many years ago was I had one goal, and my goal was where would I go if I needed treatment? And that's been my driving force for you know over three decades now. Where would I go if I needed treatment? I come to our clinics. 
And so hopefully you'll, you'll feel comfortable there too. So with back pain, folks, just come see us. I don't know why you're suffering needlessly. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. We're more than happy to work with you. If you've ever been in a car accident, ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. No one in my career, and I've seen thousands, probably tens of thousands of car accident injuries, I've never seen anyone get in a car accident where their body wasn't damaged if the car was damaged. So you need to see us right away. Don't wait. Because the longer you wait, the more the insurance company is going to say, well, you weren't hurt. Believe me, I've played this game before. So follow the rules. It's easy. So back pain, come see us. Cold and flu. A couple of things that affect cold and flu. Season, obviously. Majority of colds occur during the fall and winter months. And research reveals this is uh, more than, there's more than one reason for this. For starters, cold weather drives people indoors where their exposure uh, to illnesses increases. Cold temperatures also weaken the first line of defense, which is your nose. It's dry air. Your nose dries out viruses can get in. That's why you have mucus in your throat and your sinuses, uh, because the viruses can get trapped, or germs, or bacteria, whatever it is, even particles, can get trapped in the mucus, and then they don't make it into your body. If your nose dries out, the viruses can get into the body more easily, and, and, and uh, 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 bacteria as well. So research reveals the immune system responds slower in cold temperatures uh, than at body temperature, and the rhinovirus, that's the one that's used to cause colds, it replicates faster at lower temperatures. So we've got a couple of things all coming together as to why you get sick in the winter. Dry uh, winter air may also dry out your mucous membranes and that can make the cold worse too. Age, your immune system in children uh, younger than six is still developing and they've not yet developed a resistance to a lot of viruses, which is why children tend to get a lot of colds and flu. If you've been around kids, they're sick a lot. That may not be so bad. Because the body is learning and teaching them, okay, you've been exposed to virus whatever. This is how you fight it. Then virus B comes along, virus C, whatever it is, virus X, um, and so bacteria. So the body is building the immune system. That's why it's so important to keep kids healthy. Now, the one thing I'm going to tell you right away, I'm going to jump ahead here. I'm going to come back to it. You got to get your vitamin D levels up. Really, really, really important. We can test your vitamin D levels in our office. We do something called a micronutrient test where we can test multiple different nutrients on your body uh, and we can do other blood work as well. But the vitamin D, you want it around 60 to 80 milligram, nanograms per milliliter. That's how you measure vitamin D. Really important. And as you get, when you're very young and very old, it's really important to do that, but it's important all the way across the board. Weakened immune systems, poor diet, lack of sleep, stress, food allergies, uh, overtraining, people that work out too much. And if you have a comorbidity, obesity is the number one comorbidity with COVID, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, high blood pressure, these are all considered comorbidities, making it worse. If you smoke, shame on you. I know it's an addiction. I don't mean to, you know, badmouth you. Go to our website, drjoe.com. Listen to the show we did on addiction. I talk about the neurophysiology of addiction and things that you can do to help with that. But if you smoke, I know it's hard to quit. Believe me, I understand that. I've helped many, many, many people quit in my, in, my, in my career. Get your nutrient levels high. That helps with all addictions, and it's on that show we did on addiction. Uh, cold passes through uh, direct physical contact with one of nearly 200 viruses that can trigger symptoms. So there's about 200 viruses, and your body's trying to learn how to fight one and fight another. Uh, someone who has a cold can pass it on to you by touching, sneezing, uh, close contact, kissing. Uh, it can spray through a cough or a sneeze. So when you're close proximity to others, wear the mask. I don't have a problem with this. Uh, once inside the body, the virus attaches itself to the lining of your throat and your nose. It triggers the immune response to send in white blood cells. 
And if you've built antibodies to that virus, the infection doesn't last long. However, when the virus is new, COVID-19, your body sends reinforcements to fight them, and that causes inflammation in your throat and your nose. With so much of your body's resources aimed at fighting the cold, you get tired. You only have so much energy to use, and you're using up your energy. The good news is there's a lot of simple things that you can do nutritionally to keep your body healthy. And certain supplements I'm going to recommend uh, you consider adding to your, uh, your, your repertoire of uh, daily uh, activities. The big complaint I get from patients is, well, Dr. Joe, I forget to take my supplements. What I do is I have a little plastic uh, container. If you come to our office, we can give you some. It's a little pill box. And I, first thing in the morning I wake up, I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and I shake it up with coconut milk, almond milk. Sometimes I'll throw a frozen banana in there. That starts my day. And after about 11 days, this will become a new habit for you, and you'll miss it if you don't have it. So Super Greens and Essential Source, absolutely positively minimum supplements you should be taking every day. Then I'll usually have ginger tea. What I do is I take ginger, organic ginger, I peel it, throw it in a food processor, cover it with about two-thirds organic lemon juice and puree it up. I have a Vitamix and I put it in there. I then take this slurry. I whip it up a lot. Ginger has a lot of strings in it. You got to break it up. And I pour it into an ice cube tray. So in the morning, I take out a ginger ice cube. I put some hot water in. I'll put some uh, stevia. You can use honey if you're okay with eating honey. And drink that first thing in the morning. Anti-inflammatory. It's a a stimulant. It's also an aphrodisiac, so be careful. I don't want to get blamed for anything. But it's a wonderful way to start your day. It really warms you from the inside. So it's a great way to start your day. Now, I've got warm fluids in my body, and viruses don't like a lot of heat. So I warm up my body. I put ginger in there. I take super greens and essential source. That's an amazing way to start your day. I can't imagine not starting my day that way. And then once the virus is inside the body, the, I'm doing things step one, as soon as I wake up, to help fight it off. Now, there's four nutrients I need to talk to you about. They have powerful protection against cold and flu. Vitamin C, D, zinc, and beta-glucans. If you've never heard of beta-glucans, I'm going to teach you about them today. Now, they can be used uh, uh, acutely if you feel something coming on. And you want also get probiotic fiber in there to help build the immune system. About 70% of your immune system is in your digestive system. So I take super greens and essential source. Essential source has prebiotics, which are the good bacteria. And uh, prebiotics feed the good bacteria. Probiotics are the good bacteria. So I'm going to go through super greens and essential source. I'm going to bring that up back several times as to why I feel it needs to be absolute part of everybody's day to help keep the immune system strong, especially through cold and flu season. So start your day off, do it right. Uh, Vitamin C, and I'm going to teach you some things you can do if you do start feeling under the weather. So if you start feeling under the weather, there's certain things you want to do. If you are under the weather, there's other supplements that I take, and it's very rare I ever get to that point. But we have Dr. Joe's Seasonal Tonic and Wellness Booster. Wellness Booster, I started taking a couple of weeks ago, actually. I had some left over. Uh, We're getting a new shipment in in about three weeks, the end of October. So we're going to get a new shipment of Wellness Booster in. It's Echinacea, Powdiarco, and Olive Leaf Extract. Very good, I find, to help stimulate the immune system. Um, I take that every day. It has a little bit of alcohol in it. So if you're an alcoholic, I don't recommend you do this. Um, I mean, very, very minor, but I understand if you're an addict, you're an addict. Folks, if you'd like to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Normally, it's $375 for the first visit. That includes an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, and then the next visit, going over the x-rays and doing a nutritional plan for you. We've reduced that down to $149. This is our health stimulus we're offering to everyone. 
Future care, most of you are going to need future care. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries, uh, Medicare. We're going to work with you to try to get you well and keep you well. So if you want to make an appointment, do that right now. You can do it online. Uh, the website, again, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Uh, you can call our offices, 844-44-DR-JOE, and you can book an appointment there as well. But the easiest way, drjoe.com. Again, any questions, drjoe.com. Uh, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.